right, so it's the Play Cousins Podcast. In this bitch. Here we go, another week. I Ooh. am Jameer Pond. And I am Lindsay India. Hey, welcome back. I know. Welcome back. Welcome we took back a week to off, but we had to like digest, get everything together. Yeah. Drink more water, mind our business. Yes, absolutely. I use shea butter, you know. You use shea butter. This is what black women say. You should drink more water. <laughs> use shea butter and mind your business. Mind your and business. apparently, you'll live. Honestly, with when you have like Twitter, it's kind of hard to mind your business because you know that the second something pops off, it's like I'm gonna like not care and be positive, and then something pops off, and you're eating popcorn in the corner. Ain't nobody minding their business. Or that. I mean, uh, or that. That's why trending topics exist because nobody's minding their business. Everybody's tweeting about it. So I guess be mixy, use shea butter and drink water. I don't yeah. know. Look, do whatever you got to do, but make <laughs> sure you keep listening to Play Cousins. Hashtag Play Cousins podcast to continue the conversation. Yes. And what's your social media? At Lindsay India, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, India, like the country. And uh, on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. And then mm-hmm. lindsayindia.com. And please go check out my David Banner interview, please. It's I would so appreciate dope. a view. Congratulations, by the way. Congrats. Thank you. Like it's probably I'm the first interview I'm like super, super proud, of. proud yeah. of. Like super duper proud of. It was the last one I had was my common interview. So yeah. it's been like f- five years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the Sean C and LV one was really good too. Yeah. I just loved that David Banner. I love that David Banner got so deep about the black community. It was like a, it's a conversation that will actually could make a difference. So right. like with what he was saying. So I thought that that was like a bit more like touches you right where it needs yeah. to it was dope it was dope thank very you. very very good work thank you year. um you can follow me at it's jamea it's j-a-m-e-e-r um on twitter and instagram i am jamea on snapchat <laughs> and ladies <laughs> if you're over 40 and feeling frisky hit me up on facebook <laughs> at jamea i will never get over the laugh at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> ladies my quiet song laugh <laughs> <laughs> ladies <laughs> if you're over 40 and feeling frisky. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, well, that was really know, nice. I had puberty <laughs> since the last time you seen me. So I Right. Yeah. I did notice you were getting a little taller. Watch yourself because you know that's trigger. You triggered. <laughs> it's a trigger word. Listen, tall. I am triggered today regardless. You so. are. Shit. You ready to get into this uh, uh, 20 second rant? Because we got a really good show. Yes, we do. Um, But we, you know, we got to talk about some shit some, <laughs> i'm very good i'm feeling good and i blessed. know god um, damn and i'm feeling salty as hell yeah as you should I as know. you should do you want to go first or i'll get the let's get the positivity let's get the positive first. all right here we go <laughs> count me down three two one so i am behooved at how good this jay-z album is and i had to use the ti word for it um it's so good because it it Blew my expectations out of the water. I really thought Jay was going to be on some weird shit and have Migos and Travis Scott, but he really don't. Nobody want to hear that shit. Yes, it you got it. You got yes, that. It Good job, Jay. We love you. Thank you for this album. Thank you for the maturation of this album. And yes, I use maturation because <laughs> I feel like now I got to step my game up because Jay stepped his game up. Yeah. So um, I think it's just his most vulnerable piece of work mm-hmm. to date. I do too. And some he, of his best wordplay too. Sure. He didn't disappoint. Like mm-hmm. he did not have step. He said, you thought, <laughs> you thought I was going to fall off. And I'm 47. If you 47, don't get your finger out of my face. And I'm 47. <laughs> Body in the young boys. Well, I got a question for you though. That I was, I was taking like a survey because I heard some people at the listening last night that were fans that I know were fans of Jay, Mm -hmm. and they all said, "I kind of hope that this is his final album at the best as the best way to go out. That they don't want another album from him at all. They really would prefer him to not 
even push it. They think that this is like the final chapter. It's like the best way of going out like poetry. Mm. Well, what I can say is this. I will never underestimate Jay-Z again. Cause yeah. I said that about this album. I'm yeah, like, everybody was doubting really it. don't really need another album, but hearing this album. I didn't want it. I know you didn't want it. <laughs> I know you didn't. But hearing this album, I, I thought Jay didn't miss a beat. I think he's really carrying the torch and expanding the game for people who say, hey, 40 is the cap. Mm-hmm. Nah, Jay is carrying it to 50. Yeah. And I think in that regards, the game needs him. But when you when you le- when you think about you think about the body of work from Can't Knock the Hustle to Legacy, mm-hmm. and you you think about how you end off on Legacy with giving your will to your daughter. I mean, that's I I almost teared up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I damn near got emotional. What's a will? I hit one of, <laughs> one of them. You know when your throat yeah. get tight, <laughs> hit one of them. But <laughs> I thought like it's a perfect cap off. If you mm-hmm. want to go away and you're Bentley or G5 and 7, <laughs> I don't know what they're up to because I don't own a plane. But if you want to fly away into the sunset, I am all for it. This yeah. I thought this album was a perfect cap off. Um, it, of like a, a it felt like career. a final chapter. For it felt sure, like a final so. chapter. Mm-hmm. But it also could be the beginning of a new one. Who knows? Mm, true. Hey, true. Look at that. If you're listening, Jay, look, I'm giving you ideas. <laughs> um, okay. So... You heard the positivity. I know. Now let's hear a little <laughs> bit of the... Uh, Negativity. Yeah, over there from Queensbridge. Because I am behooved for different reasons. Ah, all right, you ready? <laughs> yes. Three, two, one, go. All right, this rant is not against Jay-Z whatsoever. I'm just really fucking salty that all you guys out there got to hear from your fave, but bitches over here still waiting for the Lost Tapes motherfucking two. Nazir Jones, I need you to get the fuck together. I've been waiting on this damn album since what? 2012, Life is Good came out. Don't that shit was a classic. That shit. Okay. It's over. I know. I'm sorry. I know. I'm really salty. Do you know how hard it is to be an Esco worshiper? I'm not calling myself a Nas fan. I am an Esco worshiper. Yeah. Literally worship the ground he walks on. And every single time. He's lazy. Yeah. And that's okay. And he's disappointed me this year because that Travis song was terrible. Yeah. I His verse was good. Right. The beat was not great. And Travis was, what the fuck is this mixture going on? I don't like it well, at all. Well, you know how Khaled gets now. I don't, I don't think. It's hit yeah. or miss with that. Well, everybody always says that he'll release like one great album, then one subpar one. Because the last one before Major Key, what was that? The one that had a uh, Gold Slugs, that was trash too. So I, I feel he like holding his, he held, he holds his head. In what was that? Kiss, not album. Kiss the Ring. That was the, it was the one after Kiss suffering the Ring. From yes, Suffering from Success. Mm. And um, I think that so yeah, I understand. Like you gotta have, you want to get Nas on every single one, and you're gonna get a hit or miss. Right. But I'm just, I'm just sad. It's okay. I want him to love me. He really hates me. Yeah. He's torturing me. Well. I can't even get the Lost Tapes 2, Nas. God. You should probably drink more water. I do. I drink so much water. Mind your business and use some shea butter. I don't know. I'm I do mind my business. But now I'm now I'm just getting, I'm, I'm pissed because everybody else is like, oh my God, your fave could never. I'm like, I know. He never <laughs> fucking does. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting pissed. Because like I'm, I'm starting dead. to agree with these your fave up. could never tweets. And I don't like that. Yeah. They shouldn't have that one up on me. He's like a Debbie dad. He's like the C train. He never shows up. When I you live need on him. the goddamn C train, so right. that's fucking triggering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like that. the G train. It's like, oh, that's worse. Yeah. It's like you never. It show never up. comes. Yeah. And then it does at like two thirty a.m. Right. When and you're like, thank God, I'm gonna at least get home, right? Exactly. But then <laughs> it breaks down because in theory, it's your drunk father. I hate my life. Okay. Well, we have a guest. Um, 
<laughs> so act accordingly. <laughs> all right? I know. So we we always have like really thought provoking guests. Mm-hmm. I like to think, you know, from you know, we we talk about what mental illness, sex, mm-hmm. music, relationships. Khalif Browder. Khalif Browder. I mean, you know, it was yeah, it was powerful. But mm-hmm. you know, something to me that's really important. I think it's a school system. Absolutely. I grew up with a, a mother who was a teacher, mm. um, 25 years in the school system, worked her way to being a principal, superintendent, and a, a, a consultant now. She works in the uh, Board of Ed as a consultant. So this show is, is important to me, mm-hmm. but it's also important for our guest here. Yeah. Now, she is a wonderful woman from Brooklyn. What up? <laughs> hey. 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 Yes, yes. But all right. So, yes, she works in the school system, but she also does so much. Um, She's a special education teacher. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it says here an actress, a model, a freelance writer, a film. Like, are you Jamaican? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nah, how did you know that? How did I know? Because we got 10 jobs. It's not Mad Yobs. <laughs> it doesn't say that in her bio, by the way. Uh, Mad Yobs. Oh, Jesus. So, you get it. You yeah, get I, it. I do. I do. She graduated. <laughs> Don't let this fake ass accent that is terrible fool you. First of all, first of all, first of all, I'm definitely an eighth Jamaican. Don't <laughs> an eighth. Then I'm an eighth Jamaican. You're the an fuck? eighth fucking <laughs> Not Jamaican. Not. All right. <laughs> uh, she graduated in undergrad from Howard. She's not a bougie black, though. I assume she was a bougie black, but she's not. <laughs> and then uh, graduated from, uh, got her master's at LIU right here in Brooklyn. She's a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Shout out to the Deltas. Hey, Soros. Hey, <laughs> in there. <laughs> I, um, He's on body roll. At, it was a little bit, a little bit. Um, but I think what she is going to talk to us about is the the sounding off mm-hmm. in good ways and bad mm-hmm. about the uh, New York school system, public school system. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to hear because I have questions. Mm-hmm. I know Lindsay has questions. I know you got some things to tell us. Yes. Mm-hmm. So can we please give a round of applause for Sid Thomas. Woo! Thank you guys for having me. Of How course. are you? I am hot. Yeah. yeah, it is it definitely is. hot down here. Yeah. It's a terrorist. Yeah. It's hot as hell. I spent the whole day at the beach. Oh, did you? I did. You don't see my little tan guy? I didn't, I didn't, see, I don't you know. You okay. You I didn't, I didn't want to say nothing because I'm fucking jealous over here looking like a pale ass bitch. But yes, you look great. <laughs> the, the sun is waiting for you, baby. It's waiting for you, baby. <laughs> Just to burn like Mr. Krabs, be the meme over here like, no. Oh, yeah, I'd make fun of you. Um, bitch. But yeah, I, I appreciate you for coming. Thank you for um, having me. Thanks for being here. We actually uh, heard of Sid through a friend on Twitter, Word. who uh, literally added me, um, t- tagged me in one of like in the response to one of her tweets saying that she wanted to go on a podcast mm-hmm. um, and on a show to be able to um, have. She had some things to say about Brooklyn schools and the school system, so that was the reason why um, we had to make sure we reached out to talk to her because Word. I am so mm-hmm. curious. Me too. Well, I know something, oh, but I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's going to be one of them shows. Um, but first, we got to get a little bit more about you. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't strike me as a teacher. I don't know how teachers mm-hmm. are made these days because these teachers, Well, Teacher Bay made me, like, teacher it changed Bay. my it whole view on teachers. It did. Yeah. I mean, my friends call me Teacher Bay 2.0. You are kind of hey. Teacher Bay. I mean, the tattoo, you know, it's the half sleeve. The skin glowing. The skin popping. Dad oh, hat going. <laughs> My nipples hard. Just one. And it's Just not, one. It's a term of endearment. Don't worry. It's not nothing crazy. But 
Um, <laughs> let's talk about your journey to becoming actually a teacher because mm. clearly you do so much. Yeah. Um, so this wasn't your first love, I take it. Well, I wouldn't even say that. So, like, I went to Howard and I majored in radio, TV, and film. What's up? And I minored in theater, right? Because mm. I was about to be the next Spike Lee. You yeah. know, we make our own shit, then we act in it, and like, yes. what you about to tell me? Like, you mm. know? Yes. So yes. then I graduated. <laughs> And, you know, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that you think was going to be there when you graduate, like those jobs that you thought was about mm. to be lined up for you. <laughs> yeah, word. I was in for a very rude awakening. Yeah. So I, a course on that. They yeah. need to be able to teach kids, yeah, you're, this mm-hmm. is, no. Like, you're, you're spending all when this you money. Mm-hmm. You're spending all this money, but there's not a really a possibility that, like, there's actually a strong possibility that you're not going to get a job in the field. Mm. Very true. So, like, when I graduated, I went through, like, this really depressing stage because I was like, damn, I gave Howard all my bread. And I'm not even, like, nothing is here for me, right? So, I, I was applying to jobs. I probably applied to, like, no less than 100 jobs. Wow. No one was hitting me back until this school hit me back. It was a charter school in Harlem, mm. and it was to be an uh, assistant teacher. So, you know, I did it. I was like, all right, cool. You know, I work with kids before in my life. So I could I could handle some little kids. Mm-hmm. So I go to the school and I hate it. And I hated it because one, like, they just treated the kids like little robots. Like before I even worked at this school, I was tutoring kids who were suspended from school. And mm-hmm. they, they the first question I would ask a kid is, Why did you get suspended? And they would tell me the reason. And let me tell y'all these reasons, bro. These kids were getting suspended because their shirts weren't tucked in. Oh, my God. Really? Or because they put they weren't wearing the right color sneakers. So they're suspended now for a week because of what they were wearing. Something on their permanent record for appearance? Like, for their shirt is not tucked in. You would think it would be something like, you oh. know, like wearing like like an incriminating shirt that says mm-hmm. like fuck something on it and but even no. even that i don't think is grounds for you to be suspended like you're mm-hmm. not allowed to come in the school building because yeah, that's be, what suspension is you get yeah detention. yeah i would have flunked out yeah smooth early but it's like it's like it was little kids like second and third graders wow. what so if that's your per- if that's if that's like if you're a seven-year-old and this is what you know school to be then, like, imagine what you're going to grow up thinking about school. You're not even going to value education. You're not going to value people that's trying to help you because you already have this bad connotation of them that, like, wow, you're going to suspend me because I don't look the way you want me to look. Mm-hmm. And these are the things that's, like, in their heads from young, and it's just fucking them up. Like, okay, so long story short, <laughs> I um, ended up, I was an assistant teacher, and I, I'm not really an assistant type of person, you know? Like, I why? can feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that Leo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's that Leo dominant. Do yeah. Like you're not about to tell me what to do, Miss, and I could probably do your job better. <laughs> so <Jeez>. I was like, <laughs> so I just kind of like had a moment. I was like, Sydney, why don't you try to be an actual real life teacher? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much that you have to offer that you can't do in this position. So why not actually try to be a teacher? So I applied to this teaching program, New York City Teaching Fellows. I don't know if you guys heard of it. So mm-hmm. like, they paid for most of my degree. Mm-hmm. And they trained us over the summer, and then here I am. Boom. This is about to be my third year teaching. Hey, congrats. Yeah, wow. Thank you. Think, right. Didn't think I would last this long, but here I am. Right. <laughs> now, going to what, what do you, what do you, uh, who do you teach? Mm-hmm. Like, you, I know you, you're in special education, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, is it specific grades, like high yes. schools? Yeah, so I teach at an alternative high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So alternative high school, for anyone who doesn't know, are for students who are like, overaged and undercredited mm-hmm. so like they probably um. got kicked out of their last school and like this is for most of them like their last resort yeah. so most of my students are like 19 20 years old trying yeah. to graduate high school mm. 
Yeah. And then like special ed is more so like it's not what, what a lot of people are envisioning, like mm-hmm. the wheelchair yeah. kids drooling. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's really just like learning disabilities. So maybe yeah. you have dyslexia or you have ADHD and you need more pictures rather than words, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I teach at a high school, in, a transfer high school in Brooklyn and I teach English and global. OK, mm. let me ask yeah. you, how, how does that work um, with you being so attractive? And them Thank being you. close. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, and them being so close to your age, because I have friends that are teachers, mm-hmm. and they'll be like dealing with like eighth graders, mm-hmm. and them eighth graders will be like, hey, "Yo, miss you, my girlfriend." But like, <laughs> oh they also from Brooklyn, so it's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, yo, miss you, my girlfriend." And plus, you got a fat ass. So mm. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, how do you... <laughs> like, you ain't, kill, you ain't <laughs> killed nobody yet, so mm-hmm. you're still here. But, like, how do you deal with that? Because I know... I, I know <laughs> you get hit on. Right. And then there's because they're so close to my age, like, I'm only 25. Right. Right? So, like, I can literally go out for drinks with some of my students. Facts. You know? But mm. I'm... But no. Like, I feel like... I know that for a fact, one of the main reasons I got hired at my school is because I'm young and I'm black. Mm. And they needed that because most of the teachers at my school are white. Mm. So, uh, you know what I mean? That's what I want to talk about too, but go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah. So, like, my students, like, they have a level of respect for me just, just off of that alone. Like, you know, there's certain things that I know that I can say to them or, like, ways that I can interact with them that, like, my my 35-year-old white colleague cannot. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, mm-hmm. they might make the little jokes like, Miss, you looking good today. But I'd be like, all right, thank you now. And then I bring it back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because we have that level of respect. Like, I've actually never had it, had to write an incident report. I never had any complaints about any of my students. Not once in the past two years since I've been there. Because, like, we cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, we cool. They know they know not to fuck with me on that level. Because gotcha. they know I will backhand them real quick. And I'm not going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm not going to get in trouble. No to go to jail. <laughs> right, exactly. And, yeah. Like, so just don't do it to yourself, boo. Like, <laughs> don't even. Mm-hmm. Well, the- one thing I want to ask is, mm-hmm. this is, like, a public school or is, like, mm-hmm. private? I was going to say, public. how do you feel about being that you're in Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the New York public school system, but being from Brooklyn, like in the Brooklyn point of view, per se? Because I've just mm. heard, you know, such mixed things from mm-hmm. both sides. So It's not even more so about Brooklyn. I would say it's more so about like inner cities. Yeah. And like going from being a student to being a teacher you're like, it's completely different because now it's like, when you're a student, you're just sitting in the class, your teacher comes, they have this whole show because like, teachers are also actors. We got to put on a face. Mm. You could be having the shittiest day, but you can't let your students know that because you got to teach them. They got to right. believe what you're saying. You know what I mean? So like being on the other side of that, it's like you just see the that certain things are just not genuine. Mm. Like the school system does not genuinely want our students to learn. It's all about data. Like all these, re- do you remember taking Regents in school? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Do you now use? Do you use any of that information in your uh, real life right I now? I doubt it. Like, uh-huh. how much of that stuff do you even remember? I thought about Pythagorean theorem the other day, <laughs> but that was that was literally. Was the, uh, <laughs> and then maybe like some of the vocab or like grammar, nothing. maybe right? Nothing. nothing. But or that's like what we're filling spending. in the, se- the 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 sentence shit. That I sounds like that. that sounds like SAT. Yes. Right. Oh, like, but take, I think there were no. But I think regions. no. I took regions because I moved to New York oh, um, in okay, time, okay, and okay, I had to okay, take okay. it. Mm-hmm. My. Uh, what was it, my sec my second junior year <laughs> when I moved here because <laughs> yeah. when I moved uh-huh. my credits didn't transfer from uh-huh. Connecticut and because you have to take the regions I mm-hmm. had to repeat my junior year. So. See and it's like I was a trash student though anyway so shit. Listen, some people are not are just not good students. I see now for real for real. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's like we're we're being forced to like 
teach them how to pass the test rather than teaching them actual life skills. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, so, uh, somebody gets shot in the street yesterday. Like, I'm not saying this happened, but I'm saying, let's say, you know, a police brutality case happened. Mm-hmm. My students come into class and they're like, miss, you heard what happened? And, like, we can probably talk about that for, like, five, ten minutes tops before I'm probably a principal or somebody will probably walk in and be like, all right what's up like now i gotta change it back to global yeah. because the regents is in two weeks so we can't really talk about the real shit that y'all want to talk about right now right because y'all yeah. gotta take this test that's gonna mean absolutely nothing to you for the mm-hmm. rest of your life but you gotta take it you know what i mean it's just like it's all about data like all right guys we gotta get at least 60 percent of our students to pass because if we don't then our school might get closed down or we're gonna get a bad mm-hmm. grade when when the people come to look at our schools or it's just like it's like a puppet show. Yeah. That's you know, wild. especially when we have like visitors and stuff coming in. It's like, all right, guys. So the the superintendent is going to come in today, him and his his assistant. So, all right. So what? I'm going to do what I do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not about to I'm not about to bullshit because you have a guest. That's your business. They're going to come. They can see whatever I do. If they don't fuck with it, then I don't really know what to tell you. But I'm not about to put on a mask because mm-hmm. somebody, quote unquote, important is about to come see what we're doing here. We're going to do. We're going to like man <laughs> yeah no like keep going. this is what we want to hear yeah. man so i and, and you know what's you know it's funny like i feel like wh- where's, where's your school located you know in canarsie canarsie mm-hmm. okay so my mom was the uh, principal of an elementary school is 284 mm-hmm. and it's like in brownsville east new york but i mean she literally I'm, this was years ago she mm-hmm. literally said the same thing like the, the school is preparing the kids to just know as much as they can as far as the test mm-hmm. and nothing afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, um, or I preparing just to pass the grade and graduate. Grade, right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she talked about like the cutoff age where people like kind of start tuning off because of learning disabilities and because, um, you know, kids are not properly diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Like some kids are just snubbed. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're special ed or they're disruptive. It's just mm-hmm. that they learn different. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to talk about that. Just mm-hmm. the morale of the kids that come into your class. Mm-hmm. Because I know it can sometimes be hard, especially as young minorities. Mm-hmm. It's like the last thing that we want to be known as is dumb or mm-hmm. stupid. And when we're made to feel like that, that's when the contemplation of your school ain't for me. Mm-hmm. I'm out of yeah. here. Right. I can't do this. Um, how... Like I know you are you're a teacher, but how much mm-hmm. of a I guess mentor mm-hmm. or uh influencer in these kids' life mm. do you have to be? Teachers, we have like ten other titles. We are counselors, we are therapists, we're older brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. We're like we take on so many different roles because a lot of them don't even have they don't have a lot of people outside of us. You know what I mean? Like, there are students who have hit me, like, texting me, telling me, you know, that they think they're pregnant and they have no one else to talk to. And mm. I'm, I'm your teacher. Jeez. You know what I mean? And you yeah. feel like we, I've built, I built that kind of relationship with my students. But it's like you don't even realize how, some, how much some of them don't even have other people. In and like, lives. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, system. and like, t- you spend a, most of your day in school. So you're around your teachers a lot. So like we kind of become some type of we we're very important in their lives. Whether you're telling the student like you're never gonna amount to shit, or you're telling them, listen, you can you can beat the odds, do numbers, and remain humble. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like what we tell them, it has such a large impact, and we don't even realize it until we probably bump into them five years down the line, and they're hitting you with the yo that conversation we had three years ago really 
really right. did something mm-hmm. to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm, I don't even like to call myself a teacher because I'm still, I learned so much from my students. You know right. what I mean? Like, we just kind of learn it from each other. I view them, all my students could be my family members. They could all be my little cousins, my little brothers and sisters. So, like, just the whole mentor thing kind of came with it, like, automatically. I didn't try to do that. It just, it just kind of came with the job especially as someone who looks just like my students. Like, right. I literally, my coworkers still be confusing me for a student. And I'm like, bro, we were just in a meeting together. What do you <laughs> mean? Oh, sit I'm sorry. I thought you was one of the kids. <laughs> I mean, I know black don't crack. Hey, but like, no, hey. but I mean, Sashay, I'm a grown ass woman. Come on, don't play me. Right. <laughs> a Leo coming out again. I'm sorry. Um, I got to you know, Leo season is approaching, so yeah. it's like we coming out. Like those moons and tides are strong. <laughs> Y'all haters, bro. Um, I know. I don't want to be a hater. I don't want to be a hater. Shout out to all the Leos. Um, what's a normal What's a normal day for you? Because I know, again, got like a lot of my uh, family members are teachers, mm-hmm. so I know they bring home a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like back with them into the household. So, what's mm-hmm. a normal day for you, uh, with these kids? Well, my school is actually kind of different. Mm. Um, it's called an asynchronous school, right? So that means that the students can learn on their own their own pace. So most of my school, most of the school is like seventy percent online, and then thirty really? percent mm. traditional teaching. So teachers, we will make lessons that students can access from anywhere because nice. one of the main problems is attendance. Mm-hmm. On any given day, my class could have either two students or twenty. Mostly the hot days because everybody want to come to school and skin out and be cute and be mixy. Skin out <laughs> right? and be cute. Right. So then Stop maybe it. in the hotter months or like not even just because it's hot, but because it's closer to graduation. First of all, let me tell y'all how graduation was on Tuesday, right? At five o'clock. Why am I still in school Tuesday at 2 p.m.? Next to students trying to write their last final essays because they're trying to hop in their ca- cap and gown for five o'clock. Wow. They decided that the whole 10 months of school, you know, I could, I could do this. I'll be all right. Then you want to come the last week of school and try to do a whole year's work there. And then what my big ass heart do, I sit there with them and I still try to help them anyway because. Because you got, you, you ha- it's, like, a, it's an obligation. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. if not us, then who? Right. If I'm going to sit here and tell you, sis, listen, I'm sorry, but you can't graduate. What am I really doing for that for that person? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be another person that doubted them or another person that didn't believe in them, you know? And I refuse to ever be that. Even if in my head I'm like, all right, y'all don't know what the fuck you about to do. But you know, I'm not going to say that, though. I'm a, yeah, girl, you got you it. champion because you, know you never I mean? know where that could lead somebody. Yeah. yeah, like you, our words have such a large impact, not even just teachers, but just in general. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because what you, what you say and, like, what you put out into the universe is going to come back to you, like, no matter what. So you telling a little 16-year-old that they're not going to be shit, somehow that karma is going to come back to you. Absolutely. You know, somehow, yeah. some way. So I try to watch my words. That didn't answer your question, though. Mm-hmm. No, but like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> she got a lot of shit on her chest. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. But no, no, no. Like, mm-hmm. all right, so you say most of it is online. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So um, they come into, they come into class. Mm-hmm. Late. 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 How late we talking? Uh, super late. Super late. So school starts uh 8.58. We made it later so that, you know, we could accommodate more students coming in. Right. Mm-mm. Nah, they were like, I... I'm going to pull up at 10. Miss, I'm sorry I couldn't get out of bed. You couldn't get out of bed yesterday or the day before that? No. Nah. Or the day before that? Nah, miss, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was turning up last night. Because <laughs> these kids are 21. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But, like, I mean... 
every day is just different. Like, you mm-hmm. just literally don't know what to expect. I can walk up to first period like, all right, it's me and you, bro. But then I... I it's <laughs> me and you. It's yeah. one student. It's one Damn. student. But I co-teach. So I have three co-teachers. And... Um, so they're like assistants? No. Co-teaching okay. are like, we're both the teachers. Okay. So it's a general education teacher and then a special ed teacher. So the gen ed teacher, they have their certification in that subject, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I teach English and global. So the teachers that I teach with are certified in English and certified in global. Mm. I'm a special ed teacher. So like I'm certified basically in like all subjects. So gotcha. next year, if they're like, hey, you want to teach math? I can teach math because, you know, I had to take a math test, so on and so forth. Right. You know what's crazy? My students don't even know that special ed exists. Like, the connotation of special ed is so negative that I'm like a CIA agent. Mm. Like I You can't won't even, even expose them to they it. They can't even know that that's what I am. Wow. Like, so the students, my special ed students don't even know that they're special ed. Wow. They don't even know mm. because special that ed really has, could hurt your self-esteem if yeah. you find out that you're in that. It's like, rem- it's like the remedial medi- uh, reading group and mm-hmm. how it just makes you feel like, oh, am I like the dumbass of the class yeah. if I'm just in this yeah. reading group? And it's crazy because like they're the ones who make the most special ed jokes. They're like, nigga, you, t- you move like you special ed. And I'm looking at them like, oh. <laughs> Well, both of y'all are actually there. <laughs> and he got better grades than you do. Right. So and this is the thing, though. It's okay to be special ed. Like, yeah. it's not what it what it used to be. Special ed don't mean dumb. It just means you learn a little differently and you might yeah. need a little bit more help. Your mind works differently. Like, mm-hmm. I, I technically would have been in special ed because I had central audio processing. So mm-hmm. when I, I... Explain what that is. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, I how I process things is a little different. Like, if I'm reading a book, I'm going to, like... There's a lot of sentences I'll probably have to reread over a lot. But when I'm mm-hmm. listening to someone talking, if someone's talking in the background, I'm listening to like a book on tape, for instance, mm-hmm. I won't probably be able to like process what's being said. I need to like watch the person's lips moving to say it. So for right. me mm-hmm. to process what's being said. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's actually harder for me to listen to podcasts. And I do enjoy things like Complex's Everyday Struggle. Mm-hmm. So I can see what the conversation is because I process what's being said. Mm-hmm. While podcasts, I feel like, it gives me room to, like for my mind to multitask. I guess it's also part of probably my anxiety too. So like I'm wondering are there students mm-hmm. that kind of like that are part of that that have different like central audio and stuff like that? Not any of my students particularly, but mm-hmm. it's like it's from it's from little things that's like I have students, okay, like during Regents Week, there's a room called the Reader's Room where I have to go and I have to read the entire Regents to them because mm. they can't read for themselves. Mm. Like they can, but they they uh, comprehend it better when someone is reading, reading to them. Mm. So I'm literally like, okay, number one, which word best describes blah, 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 A? Someone like I'm literally reading the entire Regents to them. So it's like things like that. Or the student who has to get up every 10 minutes and walk out the class because they can't sit still long. So mm. I'm the one who's kind of like, like all right, you know, trying to time them. All right, make sure you mm-hmm. come back in 30 seconds. Like little things like that. But like people think of special ed and they think of, you know, like you're automatically mentally like, challenged, mentally challenged yeah. or, or like super autistic and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know. It can be, but that's not that's not what it is. And if you are, because special ed just means like you have an IEP, which is an individualized education plan. So it's yeah. just you know what I mean. So it's just like all right. So this says that you need a you need a you need two teachers in your English and social studies classes, or it's just like it's just a it's just a plan for this student. So that's really all special ed really is. But like it just sucks that it has such a bad connotation to the world where no one wants their kids to be special ed. Right. So the parents who's denying their their kid from having an IEP because my child is not dumb. You're you're you're, you're hurting, hurting them. You're mm-hmm. hurting yeah. your kid from getting that extra special attention that they need. Like mm-hmm. it just sucks. Like that's honestly what happened to me. Like through elementary school and high school, 
uh, I had a learning disability. Mm-hmm. I was a more visual learner, mm-hmm. and like the rest of us, like the rest yeah. of us, <laughs> that's, so, right. that's so common. Yeah, it, it is so common. Like I was just more visual, so if I could, it was tangible. Or I could see it. Like mm-hmm. I learned more than just like following along my finger, reading the, mm-hmm. the thing. And honestly, spe- being noted as special, it did hurt. Like it hurt my self esteem just mm-hmm. because like. I had to hide that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to my other <laughs> math class right now. My tutor. Just, my tutor, <laughs> yeah, nothing crazy. And, you know, I had to, like, feel like I had to hide it. Did students ever, like, find out and tease you or anything? Like, did you have bad experiences with that? You uh, Not in high school. One time, no, in um in uh, uh, elementary school. Like, I, I went to school early a little bit, like, to go, like, to tutoring, just, like, mm-hmm. to go over shit. And it was like this one Thursday, and <laughs> I think we had going. I was in the library, it had going longer, and then like just whole swarm of everybody just like walked past the library, and everybody was just like looking like, "Oh, what you, <laughs> what you doing?" And I'm like, "It's not me. It's not. It's not me with the special ed teacher. Like, it wasn't me. Going over stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you do kind of." Especially, it def- definitely has a negative connotation associated mm-hmm. with it. And what I did, what, I, what I've learned is that, yo, dog, you just learn differently. Mm-hmm. And so many people who are geniuses learn differently. Like, so many yeah. people mm-hmm. have been in special Autistic ed. people are, with special are geniuses. Ed. Yeah. I, but I didn't talk till he was five. Right. So, like, so they thought he was a mute and thought he was dumb. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Meanwhile. Brilliant. Exactly. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. actually, when I did get tested for special education and found out that my communication skills were, like, off the chart, like, on some brilliant type shit. Yeah. Shout out to Mama Pond. What up? <laughs> <laughs> the testing me making me feel good. But, like, <laughs> I think there's so many kids like that. So, mm-hmm. I don't think we highlight enough how, um, even though kids have learned disabilities like some of the great attributes that mm-hmm. your kids have mm-hmm. um so they might not be good at reading and writing but mm-hmm. like their verbal skills are amazing so what are some right. of the gems that you find in your class and working with these kids i i think that's something that i actually try to play on a lot like mm-hmm. out like my student just like you know the, the youth in general like they doubt themselves a lot yeah because like they they're seeing all these these highlights of Hollywood or just seeing things that they feel like they can never reach or they can never mm. like they aspire to but they don't think they can do it so like I'm always the one that's like listen this is just this is just a a road bump like if you want to be good at something you're the you the power is in you like if you want to be able to read a book and and know exactly what's going on and you want to have superb reading comprehension skills which is not something you think about on the daily but like right. you realize you don't you're not good at it when you're like reading a long Instagram post and you can't con- you don't yeah. even know what that mm-hmm. person just said you know what i mean so that kind of stuff translates into your everyday life mm-hmm. so i just i just try to like let them know that you may not be good in this, but you're great at that because no one is good at everything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like I have a student and I kind of diagnosed him myself because it's not on his IEP, but I know that he has Asperger's syndrome, which is um, mm. a, like more a, social, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a, um, on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. So like he has really, really bad social skills. Like he'll say rude things, but he doesn't know that it's rude mm-hmm. or like gotcha. he'll like, I think they portrayed that in Big Bang Theory and Sheldon is supposed to be a representation of an, a person with Asperger's. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but he's very like OCD, very like everything needs to be as it's placed. And he seems almost like a sociopath mm-hmm. because like he'll say things and just be like, oh, like 
that dress is really ugly yeah but like not know that like that's super rude it's like i'm just telling the truth why are you mad at me yes like, so they don't understand people's feelings and that's things like exactly that. how this mm-hmm. student is and it's like people would be get mad or like just make fun of him and stuff but then like he's he may not be bright in that but like and like even academics he's kind of you know his he's pretty low skilled right mm-hmm. Because he's been passed along through the education system, because right, right, no one right. really wants to deal with that. That's mm-hmm. a problem. You know, which too. is which is a whole nother issue. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, these kids. By the time you're 20, you get to me and you can't read. I wow, this is rough. Yeah. yeah. How do I sit now and teach a 20 year old how to read? Right. You know what I mean? But like with him, he's he's a great writer. He's writing books. Like he's he's writing books, and maybe his books don't make as much sense. But like everyone always just everyone has a skill. You know what I mean, and that's it's, like the it point. Needs to be fine-tuned. It just you no, know, it needs to be really fine-tuned. Okay, well, but it needs to be really, has, really fine-tuned. Yeah, right. but everyone has something that they're good at, no matter what they're bad at, and it's like that's just what I try to stress to them because they come to school and they're like, "Yo, I failed." I, they feel like they they feel like failures already. Mm-hmm. So like, no, you're not about to go through life on my watch thinking that you're a failure and you can't amount to anything and all these other cliche shits that we hear. But did you know that people really tell kids that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've never been told that. So I was very shocked when I'm hearing stories like literally of people saying that this person told me I was never going to be. In- I thought that was just on TV. No, no that actually that no, happened that to me, real. too. Actually, really? I, I went when I transferred to New York and I was like going through all my bullshit or whatever. Like I went to a like really rich preppy private school in New York. It was like straight out of Gossip Girl. Like everybody <laughs> there was like clicky and very like judgmental mm-hmm. and rich and wealthy. And I actually ended up being the lowest in my class, like the last person. Mm-hmm. I had a seven. 76 average which is a c but apparently that's like failing for them because they just had a weird system and because i was to me i'm like at least i'm passing but they're Mm. like no you're not and i'm like the fuck i ended up transferring to an actual charter school myself after that but Mm -hmm. during that situation we had to meet with guidance counselors um or and which and the guidance counselor i met with was actually the um headmaster's wife who was like, you know, mm-hmm. second in charge, like a big dean of the school. And I was like, fuck, like, I don't want to face her. <laughs> and she told, she literally, we, they talk about what colleges they, they recommend for you. Mm-hmm. She recommended co- community college for me. Damn. Literally just told me like, mm-hmm. yeah, like your safety should be like this really, like a city college should be your safety. And uh, I mean, not a, sorry, uh, your community college should be your safety and your reach should be uh, a city college. Like, literally telling me, like, you know, maybe John Jay, if you're interested in criminal justice, maybe, like, mm-hmm. um, York, uh, what is it, like, York, uh, York, York College, College. like, mm-hmm. and those co- colleges are fine and everything, mm-hmm. but, like, my my mother comes from Harvard Business School. My father went to IIT in India, so for me, I was, like, the fuck? What? Like, this yeah. is what you think that I'm capable of? Right, yeah, right, and I'm, right, like, right. and, because I, I was not doing well, and I ended up going to a charter school, and I gotten, like, almost a full scholarship to St. John's, so I'm, that's why I'm, like, yes. it really depends, and, and that was a mm-hmm. Really, really nice private school where it's like, you know, like I think Spike Lee's son goes there or something, mm-hmm. and Matt Damon's daughter. So it's like highly recommended. It's just amazing how like they just treat the lo- the lowest you are. It's mm-hmm. kind of like it's almost like a representation of this country. Like the poor, the poor get poorer while the rich get richer, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like the support system is shit. Yeah, it's you re- terrible. I don't think people realize how much goes into outside influences as far as like school not just in the classroom Mm -hmm. like i didn't really know i was shit in school and smart enough to go to graduate school even though i dropped out but i'm proud of myself (laughs) but like i didn't know i was smart enough to go to grad school until a college professor told me my last year like Mm -hmm. you you know like you can go and pursue more academia Mm. and i'm like what like 
first mm-hmm. person to el- ever tell me like, mm-hmm. hey, you're smart enough to advance. Not just smart enough to get by, but you're smart enough and intelligent enough to, to conquer it. Go to grad school. And even if you want to get your doctorate, you can go get that too. Mm-hmm. And that boosted my self-esteem mm. up so much because you don't hear that. Right. Yeah. All you hear is that, yo, you all you do is talk in class. But nobody <laughs> goes, you talk in class. Let me try to help nurture that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to, maybe we give you something to read at the end of class. Or maybe you're actually saying some meaning. I was going to say, right. maybe you're talking right. about real shit. Right. Yeah. right. Instead of dismissing it because mm-hmm. it's not like, it's a cry. Maybe it's a cry for help. Maybe you're talking because you have this passion or outlet mm-hmm. that needs to be poured into, but nobody's bothering to do it. That's the thing I think that's missing from a lot of teachers is that whole empathetic gene. Yeah. Like, there's times where I would be in class and like a student would come in late. And like what my students love about me is that when they, whether they're late, early or whatever the case is, when you walk in, I'm going to ask you, what's up? How are you? Before mm-hmm. I'm pressing yeah. you about why you're late. How are you? You good? All right. Now, why are you late? Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But first, let me make sure you're OK, because some because if time, you look like a, if you look like you're crying or yeah. upset or something, then, you know, like they're late for like a legit something reason. is happening. Yeah. Like people's real life happens, whether you're 13, you can be like you would be so surprised what what a lot of like young folks are going through Absolutely. and i think just those little things those like shit. me saying you know i'm so happy to see you like those right. little things make so much of a difference because they're like wow like you actually give a fuck you know and there's times where some of them have like just broken down to me right then and there for me asking how are you and then we got to step into the hallway because wow you you just had a rough morning right give me a hug that's something i was actually i actually wanted to get into also Mm -hmm. because being that i'm like a bit i'm a big like mental illness advocate myself Mm -hmm. and like i have a you know a platform for it that i was discussing before and um i wanted to know like those who might either have like mental health issues anxiety depression or mental illness or like whether it's schizophrenia being bipolar personality Mm -hmm. disorder you know how does a chart something like a charter school which is mm-hmm. different you mm-hmm. know when these kids are not necessarily treated right in the rest of the school system mm-hmm. and they come there does your school like treat mental health because you obviously are doing the right thing like you're yeah. treating yeah. it exactly how <laughs> any teacher should like that's mm-hmm. exactly what you want to hear is how are you are you okay because even today i want to hear that from my friends just as a person right. not even just from like mm-hmm. you know my peers or my boss or whoever so how do you, how does your school and how or how do the, how do they deal with uh things like mental health mental Ill- mental illness or how, what do you hope that they could mm-hmm. do well that's not really a strong point Mm. at all mm. because it's just not we have like a we have a what would you call it? like a, a counselor no it wouldn't be a counselor who are the people whatever the title is of the person that deals with that type of stuff we got guidance one. counselor usually not even it's not even a guidance counselor because our guidance counselor does more a social worker yes mm-hmm. there we go mm. bada bing we got a social worker she come maybe like two days a week she will call the class like hey is so-and-so there do they want to come most of the time we think these kids about to say no they want to stay where they are. So <clears throat> they have the option to get these treatments but or these, you know, just to even have those conversations, but they don't really want to. Now, hmm, maybe they don't want to because it's an old white lady who, who you don't, you don't yeah. trust. You can't really, right. you know. So Some feel interrogated that. rather right. than supported. Right, because right. it's kind of like, I don't know how those, com- how those conversations go. I'm never there. But it's like, if you're more comfortable talking to me, then okay, I'm not about to turn you down, right. even if that's not my job title. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like... I, f- I realized that mental mental health was so important that like I went uh to my principal and assistant principal like two weeks ago before school ended and I was like yo I'm trying to teach my own class so what up I was like I wrote out a curriculum I wrote out exactly mm. how I want the class to go 
these are, these are the these are the units right here. First unit is college and career readiness. Where te- I'm gonna teach them how to how to do resumes, how to conduct themselves on job interviews. We're gonna talk about college because some of them asking me, "What is the HBCU? You're an alumni. What does that even mean?" Mm. Asking me questions mm. that you, as a 19 year old, you should you should know what it means to be an alumni of something. Right. You yeah. know, I come into school with my Howard alumni shirt, and they're like, "What's that?" Okay, I'm gonna teach you in my class. Right. right? Then the second unit is relationships. Literally, it's core relationships. They need to learn the difference between toxic relationships versus healthy relationships. Wow. Wow. Like, just stuff like that that I realized that, like, these that's like nowhere. I was say, these the class is called life, life skills, yeah. bro. Right. They tell me I might have to change it because if it's called skills, then they're not going to consider it a class. But, like, I just wanted something that was well-rounded, that touches on things that they actually care about. What about life about. academics? Hmm. About calling it life academics? I like that. 10%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go to the yep. show. You know what I'm yeah, you got it. I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm trying to start my own. Or like life education okay. or gotcha. something, or something. Dom- or domestic education, even mm-hmm. something like that too. I like I'm play so around with that. Yeah. 20%. Now we don't gave you because this is a real no. This is like a really important course. Like no, I wish I was taught this. I was lucky enough that in fifth grade I had like these really jokey teachers. They were like they. I think they got fired and separated because they were so <laughs> bad. Because one of them literally fed like a like a rat to a, t- a pet toad that we had in the class. Like it was just crazy <laughs> shit. We shouldn't be. Seeing. <laughs> but they, we had but they they recruited us to do an entire life like course for one period of the day that we snuck in mm-hmm. they taught us taxes a budget balancing a checkbook Literally. purchasing a house is, mortgage all this stuff at fit and i was 10 way. years old i don't remember half of it but like i like taxes i remember now even and, as an uh, adult i don't really stuff. know half of that shit right exactly, exactly. Still winging it. exactly. my father's <laughs> my accountant right now trying to tell me like Lindsay, why the fuck did you spend this much money and like bro i love it was in my account what you want me to do seriously but like you notice that there's a there's something that they need and i was like all right well nobody else is doing this i'm about to do it like the last unit is called like black lives matter where we actually something happens in the world let's talk about it we about Mm -hmm. to watch the khalif brother documentary in school they don't even know who that is i'm like you know what i mean so i just like i feel like even though I can't make a huge change in the world right now by myself, I'm trying to do it with little little things like that mm-hmm. because right. those little 20 students that I might have can go on and become the next Malcolm X MLK. Absolutely. Yeah, you, know. you know what I mean? Because we, yeah. we don't really got one of those. We, not really. Right? No. You, should, you, you should incorporate a social media like branding sort of thing also. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like a like a little. I think segment. y'all should talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you got your shit. I'm proud of you. No, because these, these are things that 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 people need to 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 know, mm-hmm. especially with people that care about them one and mm-hmm. look like them mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. next. Yeah, which is what I'm kind of gonna go into because I know a lot of New York public schools may be heavily minority minority mm-hmm. populated with students mm-hmm. but that doesn't reflect as far as like the, the teachers mm-hmm. um my mom told me like they'll send the most unexperienced low patience teachers to inner city schools mm-hmm. to de- and they happen to be white mm. um to deal with students that they are not accustomed to dealing with mm-hmm. and which I think is it, it's, it's on so par toxic. with like the right. It's on par with like the police department. Yeah, like what we talked about. It's a wild, crazy number of CEOs in prison that happen to be black and brown, but on the streets, it, it's not reflective of the community that they mm-hmm. serve. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you know the percentage, but in your school, how many teachers are like black and brown? That mm-hmm. kind of the students have somebody to kind of look like and an ally, with. basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my school is about 99.9% black students. Got you. Right? Wow. Maybe, you know, 
five percent of that could be Latino, mm-hmm. but we all the same, right? Mm-hmm. And teachers, uh, it's maybe like all the counselors are black, so that's cool. Yeah, so that's counsel- right. counselors are who the students go to when they're not fucking with the teachers. Like, yeah, oh, you're annoying. I'm leaving. Bye. I'm going to my counselor. Okay, <laughs> but as far as teachers, it's probably like the percent. I would say. Maybe like twenty percent of us is black. Twenty, wow. And my school mm-hmm. is small, so maybe I was gonna say how many teachers do you think there so are? So let's say we got fifteen teachers, four of us is black. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's just like okay, the gym teacher, which is you know, got you cool. And then the three sped teachers, we all black. Mm. Oh, we got a, we got a math teacher this year. She black. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. But nothing about history. The history teaches. <laughs> I think history is so important for I minorities, think, especially like learning yeah. their history. And mm-hmm. they're going to be taught by not like a minority. That's crazy. Yeah, no. Everybody else is pretty white. Wow. But I mean, everyone's awesome. Sure. That's you good. know? Sure. But your awesomeness can only go so far. Yeah. A charter school environment is so much different than like a regular public school. That's what people don't understand too, just because it mm-hmm. is smaller too. So mm-hmm. it does feel at some points it can feel very family oriented and at mm-hmm. other points it can feel very like, I don't fucking know you because I never met you a day in my life. Because mm-hmm. So I've, that's what I've noticed when I went there is like, it's just, that was the most diverse thing I've ever done in my life was go to a charter school. Yeah. And, and what's, what's like, knowing that you have charter school experience and now you work mm-hmm. in an alternative school, mm-hmm. what, what, what what was your approach there to now? Like, did you have to kind of strip down in a sense, like, that the proper etiquette, yes. like, as far as teaching? Right, yes. yeah. Like, in charter schools, I could I had to dress a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to probably wear, like, business casual most of the time. Or, like, if I was to come in, you know, I like to get fly. So, in, my, in the public school, like, uh, right, you know, so, like... I could wear whatever I want to public school as long as it's appropriate. Like, I can't go in there with some pom-pom shorts, of course. Right. But, like, I can be myself. Like, public... It's crazy because this morning I was having a debate with I had with a bunch of different groups of friends. I'm like, yo, I have the opportunity to work at a charter school and get paid way more bread. Hmm. Mm. The dilemma. Yeah. The dilemma. Mm-hmm. Do I stay in public schools where we have a union? So, if something go down, I got backup. Mm-hmm. You know, we have... All these ho- this whole summer off it's like so much more perks mm-hmm. but we not getting paid what we're worth of course mm. or do i go to a charter school with no union they can fire me whenever they feel like it but they about to pay me 85k because i'm lit right that's literally the dilemma i was talking about this morning because one of my friends who just got hired at a charter school and he's worked at charter schools since he's been teaching mm-hmm. he's trying to bring me over to the team right he's like yo they need they need us you could just you know you could you could be, you could do what you do what you got to do because they need us. They'll let you do whatever you want. And I'm just like, all right, that sounds good in theory. But like, I'm, I got a big mouth and stuff. I feel like I could get fired within the first month. Right. Just from saying like, why are you talking to her like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> got you. So it's like, it's just a thing. Like, I've never been the type to chase the money. Mm. But like, money's kind of important. Money. <laughs> money's definitely important. <laughs> you know? Money's definitely important. And like, as long maybe, as you can afford your life. Right. <laughs> but like. So it's also important to be paid your worth too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like that is a whole another conversation. Yeah, you know, like why am I busting my ass? I just got a whole master's degree, and my pay went up like five k, and then from here on out, it probably goes up like a thousand dollars and change every year. Mm. Meanwhile, I can go to a charter school. Like, hey, I got a master's. I'm certified. So what's up? I've been teaching for two years. They'd be like, all right, we'll start you off with our eighty k. Right. And I'm supposed to say no? 
That's true. You know what I mean? It's just so much to think about, though. Is it? Now, do you also have emotional attachment? Like, because I know some people get so invested in the school Mm -hmm. that they're like, all right, I know I could be making more bread right now. Mm Mm-hmm. But I have an obligation to yeah. serve and help and make sure that these kids have somebody they could. Because, you know, like, you go to certain things like that, and now you're emotionally attached because they're like, yo, miss, mm-hmm. or mister, like, I, I don't know what yeah. I would do without you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like, know how my life would be. And then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. damn, mm-hmm. like. I guess I'm going to have to be eating ramen noodles for a while. I mean, that's why this is even a debate because of my attachment to them. Mm -hmm. It's not even just the students, just like my my coworkers and stuff like that. Like for me to just get up and dip, like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm not coming back. Like, you know, it's kind of I'm not really that type of person. But then I also have to think about my like my own growth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm not about to go into this field because it's a little extra work. I never said no to a challenge. You know (laughs) what I mean? But then it's just kind of like. And then I feel like, okay, the students that I do have that relationship with, I give you my number. All right. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And that's, that's fine. it. Like, yeah. <laughs> this this attachment can can continue. Like, we can continue. It doesn't have to just be in school because most mm-hmm. of the time it's not. Like, you're you're texting me. Like, you follow me on Instagram. Like, we're actually, we can be friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's just the dilemma in terms of, like, what's even, what's even better for our students, period? Our charter schools even... As good as people say they are, especially since it's I've been had a big the experience, it that. is the yeah. there is. If you go, if you go on Google and you type in charter school versus public schools, there are articles and mm. stuff for days and because and yeah, research, yeah. statistics, data, all that stuff. Like people at students at charter schools perform better than students at public schools, and but then I believe that to be honest, that is yeah. I believe that as well <laughs> because then, it's so much more personal at a charter school. I went yeah. to mm-hmm. the charter school I went to. There were five people in each classroom. Really? Yeah, it was like tutoring, basically. So we were chilling. And that's how people. <laughs> and that's how best. I got a, a near full scholarship. Right. But the, the 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 problem with charter schools, though, is that like I know a lot of people want to get rid of public schools and implement charter schools, mm-hmm. but then they that make DeVos them, bitch. Right? Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, Betsy. yeah. Bessie DeVoe. Um, but <laughs> Yo, that, that eye roll was insane just now. <laughs> yeah. I'm but, famous for my eye rolls. Yeah. <laughs> It's very legendary right now. <laughs> that was like a boomerang. <laughs> yeah. But like, and I get that they're amazing, but does it fit into the, the economical system of all the kids that will be left behind no. for public schools? Like, Because no. that's the thing. You leave a whole generation of minority kids. Mm-hmm. Where are they going to go if you take down public schools? Charter schools are like the 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 rainbows that they want you to think are really there, but, like, behind the rainbow is, like, really just dark clouds. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like they want you to think... The point of charter schools is to bridge the gap. That's that's what they all say. Like, right. we're trying to bridge the cap, the gap between... Whoever they're trying to bridge the gap between. So, like, you can try to start a charter school if you want to. If you have the funds, you can be like, yeah, I'm trying to start a charter, start, bleh, start a charter school. There we go. Right. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you never taught a class a day in your life. But right. now you're about to be the principal of a school. And you trying to bridge the gap, so you're gonna recruit a bunch of black kids, a bunch, a bunch of Spanish kids from the hood, and be like, "Hey, come to my school. We're, we'll, you know, make you smarter." But like, you have no experience. Mm. And but the thing is, that's why they can afford to pay their teachers so much. That's how they get the teachers in because mm-hmm. because they're funded privately or whatever the case is, they can afford to pay teachers eighty five thousand right. dollars because it's not really coming from them. Whereas DOE has thousands of teachers that they have to pay, so they gotta figure this shit out. They gotta. 
they got to split it up and stuff That's like why. that. You know what I mean? But like charter schools, they they have a they have that purpose, and you know some of them are doing really really good jobs. Like when I was doing teacher training before I became a teacher, we learned we watched videos of charter schools. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we know we're all going to public school, but y'all are, we're being we're watching how they teach at charter school. So something must be right there if your public school teachers are getting their training from charter schools absolutely right. but what is really what's the real problem with charter schools why are y'all not sending us there then something is wrong mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i mean and it's just this is really like, it's like a, a slippery damn, slippery slope it's a mm-hmm. damned if you do damned if you don't it is thing. it it's is like, do you help and fight mm-hmm. for you know what's considered right and make a little bit of money mm-hmm. or do you kind of just take the route take the bread mm-hmm. Um, and try to make the best of that, though. To, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I guess you got a lot to think about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a grown ear adulting. Yeah. Yeah, man, listen, I'm not really into it. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Nah, nah, nah. nah. It's trash. And I've been adulting I'm really back quickly. nap time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Some countries, they have nap time throughout the siestas. day. Siestas. Yes, they do. Yeah. That's Fucking good. siestas. I went to a summer camp that had siesta after lunch. It was great. Oh, my I've gosh. I've never been siestered at all is that uh, yeah that's when you take naps <laughs> it was literally that we would go to summer at summer it's camp a sleep fiesta it would be like after lunch you go back to your your cabin and you all have to just be in your bunks quietly and you can either listen to music if you have your ipod you could read a book you could sleep mm. for an hour productive. it was mm, it made yeah. it made it so much better because that if you, is have, helpful. If you that had a is. full morning of sports and then you got to go back for more sports whew, you feel so much better after that right. damn nap <laughs> seriously that is that is good and there's some countries that like they shut down for an hour they do like in the middle of the day so you can do whatever you need to do besides work or besides be in school and i'm like damn yo we need, i also we believe we nap times shorter, work. Uh, work we, days we do yeah yeah we, europe europe does that they they give you like uh an hour you just take a yeah, nap like chill sleep. i think other countries have sh- either shorter work days or less work days i can't it remember is. some countries mm. they get off for the summer like during work yeah like crazy. businesses like yo we out or wow. three we'll be back or something in every August. That's like, amazing. Yo, like, but how does the company <laughs> run then? Can you imagine chilling. if like Google did that? <laughs> what Google's, like, oh, Google's, Google's out on vacation for two months. Spotify, nah. like Pandora, all these things. Nah, just, go Apple. Everybody's not going to be at the Apple store selling you shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't See, America don't got his shit together, so we can't afford to do that. Facts. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole another conversation too. We, don't, we, we got a lot. We putting... The horse before the cart. <laughs> we got a president, there, first of all. Yeah. I could ride a horse at least. Shit. Oh, him or us? Us. Oh, I can't ride a horse, so I we're love fucked. horses. I can um, sit on one. <laughs> we're fucked. So you kind of made your home here in a edu- in the education system. Like I know before, you wanted to be the female Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, still do. Still do. Okay, so that's still on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So you see yourself kind of dipping out anyway. The good thing about teaching is that. We have a lot of time to do other things too. Especially like in the summer. Yes, exactly. Right. Like, I mean, I'm going to be teaching summer school, but like for three hours a day, mm-hmm. Monday through Thursday. So that's not bad at all. So like, I still, I'm going to be working on a documentary this summer. Really? I'm going to be going on the, on auditions and stuff. Even after work some days, I'm going to casting calls and stuff like that. Because mm. that that's another reason why teaching is kind of like, yeah, it started off maybe as just being nine to five, secure the bag kind of thing. But then it's like... it. Is I'm doing something that's that's making a difference and that I actually started to love, gives you a purpose. Yeah, and then I can also do all my other things too. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to. Nobody gets rich off of one income, right? Facts. So, Seven streams. Right. Exactly. I'm Welcome. trying to I'm trying to do all of that, and teaching is actually a great avenue to do that. Like if if somebody ever thought like 
I need a salary. I, I want a salary and retirement, a four hundred one k and stuff. But I still also want to do this. Go be a teacher, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing something that actually makes a difference. You get off at three o'clock, and the, the world is yours. Right. <laughs> like seriously, that's how that's how I'm viewing it. Okay. You know, that's dope as hell. Shit. So yeah. and that's. Let me see your tattoo. It's a tattoo. Is that a camera? Yes. Okay. It's a camera and then film strips and then a Polaroid. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you're very wow. passionate about this. Yeah. So I mean, maybe not as much as I was before because mm-hmm. I had to put my energy into, you know, what right. I'm actually doing. Mm-hmm. But like, I think uh, art period is just super important to the culture because without artists, there's no, there's no proof that this even happened. Facts. Yep. You know, like without us sitting here talking right now, you didn't even know half this shit. I you know, certainly like, did. You didn't even, know. you didn't know stuff about each other. Like, it's just learning. It's just learning. It's true. constant learning. And without without artists, entertainers, all that kind of stuff, none of this shit even matters. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we important, guys. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Cheers I'm still trash, no though. Wine, but definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take some wine when I get home. We're going to drink some wine. <laughs> I need to drink some wine, too. It's been a long week. Long week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what's your documentary you going to be about? Love in the Black Community. Oh. Come on. Yeah. So if you got some shit to say. What? Ha! <laughs> so much shit. Nah, for real. Uh, nah, that is. I, I do, I do. It's, All right, cool. We, that's a whole nother topic too, but um, what do you specifically focus on? Like lack of love or the way we show love? or Just all of it all together. Okay. Like mm. why homes are broken. Oh. Or, you know, just little things like that. It's Ooh, just like, son. it's just... Deep. I'm going to be asking, like, talking to couples or talk- and talking to, like, you know, people who are single, people who are in relationships, just a bunch of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I keep you posting all the stuff, though. I'm mm-hmm. still, like, I just got free time this week. School's over this week. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to be great, though. Yeah, if you <laughs> absolutely need help, I would love to. Uh, I know, you got you got some shit to talk, so well, you about to be in it. Well, I can provide people. I mean, I'm... You know, I'm, I'm also debating, like, because it's even though it's about love in the black community, does that mean that I should only limit it to black people? You know, I don't know. I mean, Things to think about. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've, I'm in, black man. you know, like, <laughs> I'm saying you do. Couldn't you be poli- politically correct and let me be like interracial relationships? I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's involved with interracial, <laughs> interracial relationships. Yeah. But yes, That's okay. Why play cousins. Hey, because look, it, we, well, because it's it. I think it is important because one of the things I ask on a first date is, "Are you Black Lives Matter or All Lives Matter?" Because that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Because I don't. I'm not gonna date someone that says All Lives Matter. I'm gonna be like, "Fuck out of here." The fuck. <laughs> nice to meet you, bro. Hey. I'm gonna be like, "Wait, so right. like." <laughs> And especially if yeah. and if they are black themselves saying that I'm like you don't even think your life matters shit. <laughs> so why the fuck I should I think you? it matters? Right, that exactly. right now sitting at this date with you like that so, is rough. Yeah, so I, I so I mean it it could be interesting if you find people that are not ignorant mm-hmm. per se or even people who are ignorant and you educate them through it and mm-hmm. it kind of just becomes like a what's that a an awakening. No, what's that woman that does those like are you oh, racist shit. things? A- Ella or I forgot that? her name, but she she's got the, the curly e. hair with the glasses. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. wild crazy. She's <laughs> always doing these crazy tests about like proving that you're racist or prejudiced. Oh See, my like, goodness! A whole bunch of white people like she'll separate <laughs> the blonde haired, blue eyed white people from the brown haired, and will discriminate against like one of them or something. Right, right. and separate them. <laughs> no, it's like actually really act. dope. Yo, like, yeah, you gotta yeah. look it up. She's been on Oprah. Yeah, her name is Jane. Jane. Oh fuck! You gotta look it up. I I got you before. Yeah, that you. sounds yeah. that sounds Jane cool. Elliott. Jane Elliott. Uh-huh. Is this on like YouTube? YouTube. Yeah. She got okay. mad She's studies. Smart She's as crazy. hell, yeah. Yeah. So you gotta That's watch tall. it. I will. Um, so how how's your love life as a teacher and as a, <laughs> a, a, a filmmaker? 
And now that you're doing this documentary, look at she blushing. I was going to say, she's definitely not fully single. It's definitely not a blush. Oh, it's not. There's a fuck out of here laugh. Like, fuck boys. She's either super, super single or not single. I just want to say it. The first one. This is the most single I've ever been in my life. Why? Uh, Because I want to be. Okay. Oh, that's good. You know? Like, I just. I like hearing that. Yeah. I'm like, I am. I am happy. I am glowing. I just came. Yes, honey. Thank you. <laughs> How long ago? Uh, like a couple months. Mm, and then, so like fresh. before that, I was in like a five-year relationship. So, like, I haven't been single in like five years. I'm right plus. there with you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, this is new. Mm-hmm. Then I just got a new place. I just moved out of my parents' house like a month ago. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. You know, Caribbean kids. They they their parents <laughs> will love if they stay they stay here. Yeah. Forever. Forever. My dad still asks me, so why do you really have to move? That's like, cause I'm like, you know, I mean, you know, my age rounds to 30. It's about that time. <laughs> time for Right. But I live five minutes away from them. So, you know, oh, okay. it's a balance. That's like, cute. you know, I come, I go visit a lot. Mm-hmm. But like, relationships is cool. Like, I'm not pressed. It's some, like, you I'm kind of when just, you find them. Yeah. Shit. I feel like you have to have that time in your life where you're just falling in love with yourself. Absolutely. Like, you know, like, and I never, I haven't had that in a, in a long time. I don't think I ever experienced that. I always, I always, my friends call me a serial cuffer. I always got a nigga. You, you a serial <laughs> like, cuffer? Yeah, I always, I'm always either talking to somebody or I have a whole man. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, now it's just like, Sydney, wow, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Go back home to your own house. Isn't that a like, wonderful feeling? It's amazing. Everyone like, should experience this before they get married. Yeah. No, it, no it's very you usually, true. You, and you usually, you usually do experience this before you meet the one. Right. It's like the calm before the storm. Or it's or you're about to meet the person right before you like run into your husband at the same time. Like there's right. all these different yeah. things. Somebody that is happen, going yeah. to elevate. But you you're close is what mm-hmm. it means. You're very close. Yeah. Eh, we'll see. Possibly. <laughs> well, well, you're close yeah. to either I mean it, it also mm-hmm. could be that you'd be like, I don't even want a man for the rest of my life. I enjoy this. No, I don't want uh, you to have cats. Yeah, I don't want to have cats. Yeah, I don't want you to have cats. Listen, there are very successful fucking women. With Boy. 27 cats? Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. She still gets a yeeks clap, though. Like, she got dick yeah. on reserve. She's Oprah. not just out here going, oh, feed my cats. Like, she got cats, <laughs> but she's also. But like, her cat is taken care of. Exactly. Right. Oh, come <laughs> on. Hop off. Thanks. I try. Okay. I try. Okay. I that was very good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Teacherism coming out. You got to wing it, man. You got to wing it. That's my life. Yeah. No, but it is very important. Like, you got to go through that awakening period. Yeah. I think it's very important, especially like when you're 20 something, mm-hmm. you live in life and you know, I came out of a six year relationship. So mm. finding my way was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you get, come to a point where you go, okay, well, you know, like I know what I want. I'm the shit. I'm the shit. I know who mm-hmm. I am. Right. I, I can, <laughs> you I can wind the, down. the fuck up. I can wind down a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. Some, you know, but. You'll 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 go through that like you'll develop that mm-hmm. like you know five years is especially in your twenties way yeah. too long like, like the early twenties too early twenties like, you should be wilding yeah I, I ain't have a whole stage bro <laughs> I right, okay so boom uh-huh. I, <laughs> like you should be wilding you should be wilding like <laughs> In college, I had a nice little hope, but it wasn't a real hope. You mean you had a hope phase? Yeah, hey. I, had, I, had a, I had I had one in college. Mm-hmm. Then I was in a relationship for a long time, so I didn't get the chance to, to have hope. my whole uh-huh. phase. So you just unleashed so it after then, that? Nah, I just I mean, 
You unleash the dragon. Unleash the power of the sun. Unleash the dragon. Stop it. I was doing one hand cartwheels, all kind of shit. Unleash the dragon. I mean, that makes sense, though, because Cisco was the only person that did walk on bitches. I didn't walk on any young ladies. <laughs> oh, shit, that's a roach. Hold it's the a, fucking phone. Oh, that's a Kill that motherfucker, one. please. <laughs> that is the biggest fucking roach. Y'all out here wilding with the roaches. Seen. I'm sorry. This is not a reflection of play cousins. You know, sometimes you got roaches in your crib. Yeah, that shit happens, man. That was All like right. the biggest oh, fucking roach. It's right there. there. Let me them. kill it. Wait, you got it? You got, you sure you got <laughs> She's it? She's like, nah. Are you scared? If you need me to come over there, let me know. Brandon, you lying to us. There's more than one. Oh, Jesus Hold Christ. On. You ain't going to leave for they, they found a hole. <laughs> All right, yo, talk, talk while I go kill the roach. <laughs> Jameer trying to be a hero right now, you know. Listen, roaches be finding holes and that's, that's it. They, they be like, they, yep, they just, they it's like ants squad. where they, yep. They They're going to go report back <laughs> to the little youngins. They're like, yo, we got one. Absolutely, I thought I thought it was a rat when you guys were like freaking out like that. I was like, oh hell no, I would have been out. <laughs> that shit is huge too, oh, right? <laughs> that shit was fucking huge. That's how. That's how shit get done. That's how I know I'm that a good, good father. I'm like mad good. paranoid now. <laughs> you a good father just because of that. He got like two more cousins though. Just just know. Yeah, I got, he got yeah. two more cousins. Yeah, Wait, they, so we they never two? come alone. Huh? We killed two then. I, no, I think I got one. I didn't Oh, well, shit. Mm. They never come I'm trying to have a roast bite. All right. While well, y'all figure that <laughs> oh, out. Oh, I thought that hissing was a roast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah. Nah, nah. They do nah. Make, they're supposedly make like a hissing they sound. Do, so, like, like, I thought that hissing we, sound. We'd, we'd, we'd be out. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, I'm off this. Well, I thought yeah, it was a yeah. rat. When you guys were doing that, I thought it was a rat or a mouse. Oh, I would have been the fuck out. Over, like, see y'all. We'd have show right there. But I, I think I think that you are in a good place. I really appreciate the fact that you are a dedicated teacher. Um, Thank you. Because it's a lot of people who kind of get in the teaching field just because they want to figure things out. Mm-hmm. I think you had the same experience, but you realized that there was a, 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 a need. A need, right, mm-hmm. especially for black teachers. Mm-hmm. And I think you were so important to the representation of what these kids are seeing. So hats off to you. Salute. Thank yes. You yes. There we go. Appreciate we that. Go. Um, so we should do uh before we do like social media close the show out, mm-hmm. let's do the prodigy tribute yes. that we're gonna do. So if you have somebody to nominate to give flowers to while they're still alive, you can. Um, well I'm just because I spoke to him, I'm gonna give it to David Banner. I yeah. think he deserves his flowers because not just because of the interview per se, but just because he's such a dope person. I've heard nothing but great things about him. You know, he's a great spirit. Um, he really has his head on straight. Like he's re- like that's someone that has learned to love himself as a man. You don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. You don't see a man that like finds himself within himself and within his pain like he faces he faces it head on he's very open about it and even like past his music and like he's not only just like a artist and a producer but he's just like an outstanding outstandingly smart and creative human being and Mm -hmm. i think that he deserves a lot of credit and um yeah i just i'm 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 like proud of him like watching him (laughs) and hearing about him and stuff like that so yeah shout out to him flowers <laughs> is that the theme song thing you're gonna it do? Is. That's what I'm gonna do at the like All right, I'm gonna try it after you talk then. All right. Um all right, so who am I giving my flowers to? I'm gonna give my flowers to um Oh, 
You know I'm gonna get my flowers too. Who? I saw a psychic not too long ago, mm, and they told that? me it was wonderful. I, I think don't everybody scam you though. I want to no, go they to didn't one scam so bad. Me. Like they gave me it was a free one first, and then they told me like That's why everything. You liked it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I before I even spoke. I just want to let you know that your grandmother's here, and she's with me, so she'll be communicating with you. And she like went off to the side, and she was like, and an older gentleman. No, it seems to be your grandfather as well. And I was like, this is before I said hello. I was like, shit, seriously. And then we spoke, and it was like mad accurate. I sent it to my mom because it's on Facebook. Um, and the book, the book, it's on the book. And my mother was like, oh my god, like. <laughs> Yes, you know, black women just get joy. So she actually, she read my life. It was really good. So I want to give uh, my flowers to Miss Amy Brock, who kind of like put me where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't thinking like, hey, I should go see a psychic. Like mm-hmm. she was there. The opportunity was there. And it was dope. Like she told me a lot of things about myself that I'm proud of. And my grandmother's doing okay. Aww. According to her. Shout Aww. out to grandma. Shout out to grandma. Still wilding. <laughs> Flowers. She, thank you. She told me. My, she said my grandmother said that I'll be a better man than my father would ever be. And my Aww. mother was like, your grandmother would say some shit like that. <laughs> so that's how I knew she was really there. So. Flowers. One time I went to a psychic and they told me I was going to have two sons. And I was, I burst into tears. <laughs> No, because I I want, first of all, I want, like, to be able to have kids so badly, but I really want a son. Like, Mm -hmm. I just really want a baby boy. Mm. Like, of course, I'll be super, just as happy to have a daughter, but I really, like, I've always dreamed of having, like, a baby boy. So to have two sons, I, like, burst it. I was like, oh, my God. You got a torso for making children. What do you mean I have a torso? (laughs) You got, like, a long torso. It's just, like, you could could pop a baby standing up. Yeah, you're right. Just like that. I also got a pouch, so, in my stomach. Don't want to talk about that. It's okay, but love you anyway. Right. I want the psychic's number, by the way. I can give it to you. Okay. Yeah, please. I, I want that too. Yeah. All right. Um, shout out to Amy Brock. We're giving free sponsorships the next one. <laughs> it cost you. So who are you giving flowers to? I'm going to be super cliche. My parents. Oh. Yay! Girl, like, um, lately I've just been reflecting on them and their greatness. Mm-hmm. Like, June was, like, Father's Day and my mom's birthday and stuff. And I just realized that, like, I could never, ever repay them for all the stuff that they that they did. Like, I'm blessed to have two, like, supportive, amazing parents that will go to the world and, like, to go to the end of the world and back for my sister and I. So, like... They're amazing. I love them. And I'm trying to be super successful just to make their lives easier one day, you know? Right. Those are the homies. Shout out to the homies. Shout wow. out to them. <laughs> it's wonderful. Well, yeah. That's so cute. Really appreciate you coming. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, you for oh, being here. Fun. Thank you for yeah. answering my DM. Yes. Yeah, cool. We're not creeps. Like, we actually, we're cool, you know? Yeah. So cool. please let us know where we can follow you. You also have a blog, too. Yeah. Yes. Plug but, that too. No, nah, I'm not gonna plug it yet because I've been slacking. Oh, you've been mm-hmm. slacking, slacking. But if you follow on my social medias, you'll see when I'm no longer slacking. Okay. Ah, okay. I was about to say you could plug, plug it too. But. I think I'm gonna follow you now. Do yeah, I have service? Probably not. But back. what is it? City of Sin. So Sid E E of mm-hmm. Sin. That's like all my handles. So Instagram, Twitter. I'm not gonna say Snapchat because creeps follow you on Snapchat. So you know, of course, yeah. yeah. Snapchat is kind of and now they find your location. All that yeah, location. that's location uh-huh. shit. I'm not with it. I'm yeah, not that's kind of creepy. Yeah, I just stopped using it. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, all that's right, me. So I'll follow you now, Lindsay. I'll follow you back. <laughs> Lindsay, social media again. Lindsay India L I N D S E Y for you bitches. I try to put an A. Damn. I got an email the other day with an A Y and I was offended as hell. Mm-mm. 
You need to check the play cousins email. You got a lot of them. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm lit. It's you like know. two months old. You <laughs> missed the opportunity, but it's all right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, at in Lindsay India, like the country, um, on Instagram. Sorry, Instagram, Twitter, and I guess Snapchat, even though I'm probably not going to use it anymore. Mm-hmm. And lindsayindia.com. <laughs> go check that out. Also, go check out my Fabulous interview. I want some views. I want to get hired mm-hmm. full time. So go. go check that shit out on XXL. Thank What's you. Up? What's up? That's lit. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at It's Jamea, I-T-S-J-A-M-E-E-R-A. All right. Um, on Twitter and Instagram. I am Jamea on Snapchat. And again. <laughs> For the ladies having babies without no drama, <laughs> the cougars, um, the one with the paws on their breasts, Eve, the oh over forties and feeling friskies with the short haircuts, <laughs> K and Michelle, the right, the ones who say, "Hey, my son is my king." Oh, that's okay. <laughs> who drive a Toyota Corolla? Please <laughs> hit me up on Facebook, Jamea Pond. Been getting a lot of Facebook requests lately. Oh, well, maybe they want also want to see Mama Pond. I want to follow Mama Pond. Mother thinks everything that's posted is directly sent to her, <laughs> which I think is ridiculous, and I don't think she should be. She Why should would be you post this on my page, Mom? It's on my. I was page. like, Yo, deadass. It's not. I had this conversation <laughs> with her today. Stop. It's not yours. <laughs> it's a timeline. Um, I'm sorry. I just got frustrated r- right quick, but um. Said thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, we love to have awesome. you back. Yes, um, I'm here. Especially talk about this documentary. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I want to be a part of it. You so. will be a part of it. Network, <laughs> network. You definitely will be. Um, RP to the roast that I just killed because I feel bad. I don't like killing animals, but like when women are scared, you just gotta kind of. Mm-hmm. I just I just tweeted out the other day. I love a manly ass man. Yeah. I hate a bitch ass nigga. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm getting two points. <laughs> Hear that? <laughs> it's Play Cousins Podcast. We'll be back next week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Subscribe. Love. Appreciate. We out. Peace.